Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballad. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What's up, everybody? We are back for another episode of the Sports Buzz. I am your host, Spencer Spillman. My co-host, Zach Chandonet, sitting in, and our better-than-some producer, Zach Ballad, is also here. I think he's getting an upgrade this week. You know... I feel like I I jumped the gun calling him better than most last week. We did have to go back and forth a little bit. Went up and then had to come yeah, back down. Yeah, so better than Stom is yeah. a good middleman, so we're going to keep it there for now. Um, yeah, so it was a good weekend in sports for sure. Uh, we do have a new president. We'll talk about that very, very, very little tonight. Um, but... First off, um, you know, we we got to talk about our, our lovely sponsors and thank uh, Strangeland Brewery for, for sponsoring this show. They are the one and only sponsor. Yeah, so last night was the presidential election, and at, at the, we decided as a group we're going to do everyone a favor and not mention a single word about it until the end of this podcast. So if for whatever reason you give even one care about what either of us have to say about it, which I doubt you do, you can hear that at the end of this podcast. Uh, but I thought we would start by talking about something everyone can agree on, and that is how delicious the Austinite strain uh, pills from Strangeland Brewery is. Yeah, nobody cares to hear about what we have to say about politics, because we're not a politics show, we're our sports show. That's right, and but the, the Austinite pills, that's a beer... For any occasion, right? It's brewed sure. here locally uh, at the Strangeland Brewery in Westlake at the corner of Bee Caves Road and Highway 360. Valid. Is that the same brewery that anybody can go to? It's open to the public, right? Anybody. Even you, Zach. They'll even let you in. You can go there Friday through Saturday. That's almost unbelievable. With his dirty-ass hair, his backwards hat. He doesn't He doesn't look like he'd be allowed in, the, in a fine establishment like Strangeland. Even you smucks will be let in. And you can go try their 14 different beers on tap Friday through uh, Friday and Saturday, 5 to 9. That's a lot of beers, man. Um, You know, I was actually at HEB getting some beer for the Cowboys game, and I could... I, I found some, some of the limited edition burnt orange cans, so that was pretty cool. Yep, that's right. They're doing the, the limited edition burnt orange cans uh, during football season in the Austinite Pills. You can get that in a six-pack or a 12-pack. And, of course, H-E-B, you get it at Specs, get it at Whole Foods, Twin Liquors, as well as your local bottle shop. And like we've been saying, this is the perfect beer for tailgating, as well as any of your other weekend activities you might find yourself in oh absolutely and they make a really great beer and they especially go down real easy 
I think I'm going to drink way too many, maybe just one too many tonight, but I think it's going to be a good time either way. That's all right. The occasion is perfect. I, I talked to Adam, uh, the brewmaster and the owner of Southland Brewery. Today, we went and picked up this delicious beer we're drinking tonight. Uh, he let me know they're going to have some special releases coming out soon, just in time for the holidays. So, you know, hopefully he'll let us try some of that in the next coming weeks. And, uh, yeah, you have to stay tuned for that. Dang, that's a heck of a tease there, Producer Ballad. Pretty excited for next week now. Yeah, we're getting better every week. And uh, just like these... These Strangeland Brews, they get better with every sip. So, boys, cheers. Cheers to cheers. a good show. Cheers, to, uh, to Southland Brewery, the Strangeland Strange Brewery. Twice you messed it up now. The <laughs> official sponsor of Sports Buzz. Can you tell I had a few uh, before we started We may recording? have had a few before the show started. That's what, all in good fun, though, right? Um, just so you know, you guys can find Strangeland Brew uh, on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, they do have a website. Uh, Twitter handle at Strangeland Brew. Um, we have a Twitter as well. Um, all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, um, SoundCloud is SportsBuzzTX. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Spencer underscore Spillman with one L. Don't mess that up. One L. Um, we got my man Zach at FrenchBean89. FrenchBean. And our producer. Not even gonna go into it now after you mess up Strangeland's name twice. Uh, his at Z Ballad B A L O D. So check us out. We probably don't post enough interesting stuff for you guys to stick around, but you know, every now and again we got a good one, so keep an eye on that. Um, so let's let's start out out the show with uh, a little bit of history, and I just want to say, Cubs win! Hey, just like Rookie of the Year, man. They did it. They got there, and through adversity, they fought to the bitter end. Man, that was probably one of the best baseball games I've ever seen in my life, Spencer. I actually have it written down as probably the best baseball game I've ever seen, and I know you have a different feeling on that because you're a Red Sox fan. You got to see the Red Sox curse end. Um, But, you know, I will say that I, I don't watch enough baseball now. So yeah, watching it, um, we actually had a show, our, our last episode was that, that same night, and you and I left when the game was tied. We left when when the Indians tied it up. I got home as they were pulling the tarp onto the field and the rain delay started, so I got yep. to watch the entire 10th inning, which, I mean, there's nothing better on TV than 10th inning, two teams that have this much history, the Cubs, we talked about it last week, first win in 108 years first time being in the world series in 75 or 71 whatever it was we talked about you know it's the history of the game was enough but just the fact that there was that much drama at the end i don't know how you beat that yeah i mean the cubs got out to an early lead you thought oh that every time the indians kind of fought back in with a couple runs that the cubs would respond with some more scoring and it was kind of one of those games where you thought chicago was just kind of get away with it a little bit, but Game 7, magic of a World Series, you never know what's going to happen, and they give up that run, have a runner on base with the Raldis Chapman, who was just overworked at that point, comes in, leaves one hanging, Rajay Davis cranks it out of the ballpark, home fans go crazy, ties the game up, and then that rain delay, you just you yeah. feel it coming in, yeah. just it's a cloud over somebody, and it's just a matter of time and who we figure it out, and you know, it's good. Good for the Cubs. It's a great storyline. 
Um, you know, baseball players above any other athlete, I think are going to be the most superstitious. So the fact that you have that many curses kind of lingering over their heads and stuff, I think it's just good. It's good for sports in general just to kind of see something And to have Theo Epstein be the guy to end two of the longest curses in history is just insane. Um, he should have been a write-in ballot if people didn't put him on their presidential ballot. I would vote for Theo, but, um... (laughs) We're going to get into uh, to some college sports now, and, and like we do, we, we try and keep it in the state of Texas um, to start off every segment. Uh, the Cubs was a little bit different just because of how much history was behind that. Um, so, yeah, the first game we're going to talk about is right here in Austin, our team that we root for. The Texas Longhorns traveled up to Lubbock, that beautiful town uh, up in the Panhandle, and... Got away with a win. I'll say got away with a win because it was – it shouldn't have been as close as it was, in my opinion. I think Texas should have run away with that game. Um, and for God's sake, will somebody please talk about Deontay Foreman for Heisman? The guy went off. Zach, I know he had a lot of yards. What did he finish up with? I know he was over 300. Uh, I do not have that in front of me, Spencer. I do apologize. Producer's got a 341. He sets the third most rushing yards in a single game by a UT running back. Yeah. Quick trivia question, guys. Who has the record for the most? Ricky Williams. Absolutely, Ricky Williams. Okay, I know you both know the answer. Bonus question. Do anyone know what game it was? I don't remember the game. I know he had 350. I believe it was Baylor. I want to say it was a bit. I, it was at home for sure, but I want to say it was against Baylor. You're spot on on the 350 Iowa State 1998. Yeah, Ricky was a stud and he was fun to watch. And Deontay Foreman is so fun to watch. But what blows me away, and I just want to vent just for half a second here. Why in the hell, when a guy is rushing, he had over 10 yards of carry. Why on third and two? And fourth and one, do you bring in Tyron Swoops and take Foreman off the field to run this stupid 18-wheeler package that's garbage and everybody knows what's coming? Deontay Foreman could have fell down and got a yard or two. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. I mean, this play calling and this coaching staff, the game management, the clock management, it's just been poor. And especially after you probably saw one of the plays of the weekend – when Texas had the ball at the 24 on Tech, third and goal, backed up, what do they do? They go to the run, give it to 33, takes it all the way to the goal line before the ball was stripped, and then returned 99 yards for the touchdown, which was in itself not a, I will say, a good play with him stepping out of bounds. Yes, and, and I will say that Devin DuVernay, the way he stayed with that play and caught up to the defender and pushed him out of bounds to keep him from the end zone – even though they didn't acknowledge that, that fires up a team. And a lot of the guys in the locker room said that DuVernay was was kind of a, almost a, a recharge for that team. Um, he ran the whole 100 yards and, and chased this guy down. Um, it was awesome. It was, it was a huge effort play, whether he got him or not, whether it was a touchdown or not, because it did go as a touchdown. But um, that was a momentum changer, even though Tech thought they were getting the momentum. The, the effort from DuVernay was awesome, and, and I love to see that from a freshman. 
Yeah, I mean, that was a game where we won by eight points and had a 14-point swing go the opposite way when it really could have hurt us really bad at that point. Uh, Texas forced three punts in the second quarter, holding the best offense in the country to a mere, what was it, 14 points at halftime? Something yeah, like and the that. best quarterback in the country. Yeah, I mean, Texas, no joke. I mean, their offense is legitimate. Their defense obviously has its problems, but... Their offense is good, and our defense kind of stepped up in this game for us on the road to get back-to-back yeah, wins. And, and I, I, I talked, I had defense written in my notes. Um, you know, Mahomes was averaging 440 passing yards a game coming into this. They held him to 367. Still a lot of yards, but he didn't reach his average. And they pressured him. Three sacks and five tackles for a loss in the in the game for the Horns. It, it was it was a resurgence for that that front front seven for texas and, and you know it was it was all it was fun to watch it was a really exciting game to watch yeah it was and i mean can't say enough about number 33 he gets 33 carries a, a career high in the game the ninth straight game with 100 plus yards but we talked about last week the the 18 wheeler package when were they going to roll out the pass they wasted it they they went for the pass on that on the i, I forget which what it freaking was chop block. damn chop block yeah, the just... damn chop block so they they keep you know, shooting through the face, and I'm curious, guys. Are, From a senior, too, nonetheless. Are, are, are we impressed with this victory? It's the first road victory of the season, but Kingsbury is... Yes, I'm very impressed. I am, I am very Absolutely. impressed. I, you know, I did say Texas would cover. I thought it would be close with a three, two and a half, whatever it ended up at. Um, but, man, it was... It was scary. I was worried about Tech. I thought there was going to be... I I thought Texas needed probably close to 50 points to win the game. I mean, I they told, got there. I told you guys I thought Texas was going to win this one outright on the road, and it's the first time that Charlie's gotten back-to-back wins when he's got to go on the road after a loss. And, you know, I think that the big thing is that the guys play tough. Like, the players had a great game. There was some bad management, some bad play calling there at the end that almost cost them the game, especially when... You have the best player on the field just getting any first down he wants, any amount of yards that he wants. I mean, he scored without a shoe on one play, for goodness sakes. That's, and he went 74 that's yards crazy. on that play. Yeah, absolutely yards. ridiculous. So, I mean, it's it's one thing to have that stuff, but I think Texas went out and put it on a show on the road. You know, they're not a great team, but when they put things together, they look really good, and it, it was a really good game for me. Yeah, we'll go ahead and uh... – Step off our soapbox on Texas. Um, they do have a big game coming up. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, the number four team in the playoffs, the Texas A&M Aggies, traveled to play Mississippi State, and uh, things didn't go the way the Aggies had planned. Um, you know, I I didn't watch. The only the only time I watched this game was the last 14 seconds, and it was right as Mississippi State got an interception. Um, I was watching the Longhorn game all day, and you know their their defense is not as good as we've been talking. Uh, we I, I think everybody in the country's talked up that defense. They have some serious athletes, but they're in the mid 90s in total defense in. College football. Yeah, I think I saw him in 97 today. 93 or 97, something like that, that I heard on the radio today. And it's just, everyone wants to say that they're such a good defense, but they're not. But really not. They give up a lot of points and a lot of yards to teams like Mississippi State. Um, yeah, it hurt that Trevor Knight got hurt. It really did. Um, that guy is the center point of that offense. Um, so, yeah, that hurt. I mean, 
you guys got anything on that? Because I, I really don't – I'm not going to talk about something I didn't watch. I mean, watch. It, it wasn't a great game. I didn't get to see much of it. I caught some highlights and stuff. And, you know, Texas A&M just went on the road and looked really lackluster. They did yeah. not bring the defense that – you know, you've seen them bring out at home and they're just energized and they're getting right. in the backfield and they're getting those tackles for loss and, and sacks. And they're really disrupting plays and you just didn't see a whole lot of that. And from a Mississippi State team that was averaging somewhere in the mid-100s and rushing, they gave up – what was it, 365 rushing yards and three touchdowns on the ground? It was huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mississippi State ran all over Texas A&M, and they haven't been able to run over anybody throughout the whole season. So that's really disappointing to see. Uh, it's it's hard because, you know, without Trevor Knight, I think it changes the game a little bit. But at the end of the day, Hubernet came in, did his job, but it was just that defense giving up points. It's going to be interesting to see how A&M handles not having Trevor Knight kind of as they move forward. Oh, yeah, season. absolutely it will. Um, and we'll definitely I, get into that later. I don't think he's playing today, uh, this week. Um, yeah, that shoulder injury that he got on the touchdown run, it was, it was a great run. Heck of a play. Um, that Yeah, that hurts because that A&M offense – it's dangerous. They have the weapons, and Trevor Knight is one of those weapons, and to lose that, it, it, you can't get it to your other weapons now with another quarterback. So, um, A&M doesn't fall out of the top ten in the playoffs. I'm not sure how yet. I really haven't figured that out. But, yeah, so I guess technically they're still alive in the top ten if a lot of teams lose. So, uh, they have to win out. We thought they had to win out to have any sort of chance last week. Um I mean, now they really have to win out. I think they're fighting for a bowl game at this point. I think there's too much in the conversation. Yeah, they still have a chance for one of those New Year bowls. But I mean, they already with one loss, we're looking at needing two losses from several people, and it's yeah. just not going to happen at this point to get three or more. Yeah. So I'm gonna take my jacket off because I'm about to get a little heated. Um, talking about TCU traveling down to Waco to play Baylor. Um, it wasn't even close. It was not even close. TCU destroyed Baylor. They beat him by 40 points. 62-22. And, and Kenny Hill only threw for one touchdown. And I'm not a Kenny Hill fan. I will say that right now. But, goodness, their running back Kyle Hicks had 192 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns. I mean, that's absolutely insane. They just beat the dog out of Baylor, and it just made me so happy. It made me so happy because Baylor's players and coaches were coming out on Twitter saying that they were wearing all-black jerseys to protest Art Briles and and his firing and everything, and then they sold T-shirts. The whole stadium blacked out and wore T-shirts with the hashtag CAB for Coach Art Briles. I have never been so pissed off about a fan base in my life. It was ridiculous, and I don't know how you can sit there and support a guy who turned your program into the biggest laughing stock in the entire country. That university is now tainted because of what our brows did, and it's a it's a freaking joke because they, for some reason, just want to pretend that nothing ever happened and that our brows got the, the short end of the stick. No, it's ridiculous. Get out. You're, you're basically following a guy who allowed his players to rape women and get away with it. He did everything he could to cover up all of that. And I can't support anything that Baylor's doing as far as athletics. It's a great university to go to if you want to get an education. 
but please don't ever talk to me about Baylor athletics and expect me to give any sort of respect. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Ballad and I thought this was going to be a different football game, but I think it's it's showing what is kind of happening in the locker room and in the athletics department over at Baylor. You know, we thought they would go home and cover, and I think it just shows that they go home and they, they kind of feel that shadow creeping in. I think I think there's a lot to answer for for the past several years at Baylor, and I think it's all coming out. It's all coming to light. I mean, this is... This is the world that we live in today, and this kind of behavior is just unacceptable at this point. And when we can share information as widely and quickly as we can these days, I think it just comes to light quicker. And it's just that 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 judge of the public opinion and the public eye. And you know, when things like this happen and they're accepted practice through to the top, I think it's just something that people won't stand for, and I think people are ready to kind of just move on from it. It's, it's it's a damn shame what's happened there because the football program had gotten so well, but Ballad, what do you got to say, man? This is this is a mess. Yeah, I was in the same boat as you, but I've, I've never been so happy to be wrong. Um, Absolutely. I mean, TCU... I love watching Baylor get their ass kicked. Especially really at home. TCU hands Baylor its first home loss since 2006. That's that's kind of incredible. And, and Kyle Hicks, that's, what? That's so inaccurate, man. I can't believe you're going to use this time to throw in that funky stat when we know Texas went in there last year and beat Baylor. Come on, Ballad. Ah, you're see, better than that, man. Thought I could sneak one by y'all. You're better than that. <laughs> thought I could sneak one by y'all. But I, I will say this. On 26 carries, Kyle Hicks scoring five touchdowns. This is just bad math. I'll say almost 20% of the time touched the ball. He enters the end zone. That's pretty amazing. So TCU seems to be turning around a little bit, but I can see that the wheels really falling off at Baylor right now. Did y'all see Shock Linwood right? shove an assistant coach? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did, and he got suspended for one game. Oh, no. He got suspended for one game. Well, Bummer. now you, you got OU coming up, Kansas they had, State, yeah, they go Texas up to Tech, and West Virginia. I think it's I they really out. about to fall off. In I hope Baylor. they lose out. I don't even Oklahoma. want to. I don't even want to see them play another game. Oklahoma's going to beat the dog shit out of me. I want to see them forfeit everything else and just. I don't think let they, everyone. Move I don't on. think they should be allowed to play. They shouldn't be allowed to play. Well, let's let's hope the NCAA comes in and takes care of some business. Well, here. they need to take care of a lot of business. Um, we need to take uh, care of some business on some Arkansas, Florida. Because I think uh, Uncle Mac was the only one that picked that game correctly. And it's one of the only games that Uncle Mac picked correctly. Um, yeah, Arkansas gets their first win over Florida since 1982. That is something unprecedented. And, and, and my biggest takeaway from this is the SEC East is weak as hell. They are so weak. I mean... What is the spread going to be for the SEC championship game? Is it going to be 30 points? Probably, yeah. I mean, every time Alabama plays, it's a 15, 20, 30. I mean, it's stupid. It's not even, it's not even fun. Um, guys, trivia question. Did you, did you guys watch the game? Do you have any other comments on this game at all? Other than I, I really didn't watch it. Um, I really didn't. I, I'm, I've watched some Arkansas games, and I am a fan of Arkansas. I love their quarterback, man. I he gets beat up. Their offensive line is so bad. He gets beat up, and he just stays in the game. He keeps throwing the ball. I love it. I mean, I, I will say I've been in that stadium. It's one of my favorite looking stadiums that there is. In Fayetteville? Yeah. It's it's depressed into the the scenery that's around there, and you got the bowl shaped arena. Okay. It's a pretty cool place. Um, but I mean, coming off the bye week at home, their defense just looked 
pretty good, honestly. I didn't catch much of it, but what I did see, their defense yeah, and, it, and Florida's Florida's had their ups and downs, and this is one of those weeks where their offense just forgot to forgot to play. Got another trivia question. I mentioned uh, Arkansas first win over Florida since nineteen eighty two. You're looking at me like that was a made up stat. That's real. Okay. You can take that one to the bank. I was gonna I was gonna stat check you later yeah. on. I don't trust is, anything you said. He is good on that one. I'll I don't blame you on okay. that one. All right. Um. Anyone know the head coach at Arkansas last time that happened? Arkansas. Ooh. 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 Um. God, did Jimmy Johnson coach at Arkansas? No, he he went there. I know he. Didn't. Honestly, don't know much about Arkansas. History. I don't either, man. The only uh, thing I know is, uh, Bill Clinton came from Little Rock. Bill Clinton. So that's all I got there. I know Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones were teammates at Arkansas. I don't know who was the coach. Lou Holtz. Oh, man. I wish I had a better Lou Anybody Holtz. Anybody got a good Lou Holtz impression? The old Lou Holtz. You know, you know, fellas, we just went out there, and we probably played one of the best games we've ever done. And that's probably the best Lou Holtz you're going to get from this group. Yeah, I ain't got nothing on that. No more world football. You got to take care of the ball. It's so important, they named the whole game after it. <laughs> That was kind of a mix between. You like, got some Yogi Bear in there. That man. was like Ditka, Yogi, and Lou kind of all blended into one. Some Yogi I, I like the effort. That's what you get from a half Filipino, like half Asian. Fair okay. enough. That's good. Um, oh, yeah, there was a couple of blowouts. Washington uh, is now in the top four in the playoffs. Uh, they destroyed Cal, who Texas got beat by. Um, they take over the fourth spot for AM. Um, but back to the SEC, man, that Alabama-LSU game was insane. The, it was SEC football at its best. I mean, it was classic LSU-Alabama. Classic was, SEC. Hey, we're going we're gonna to bring all the, all the dogs to the fight, and uh, it's going to be a dog fight. You know, they, they brought everything to the table for this primetime game. And Leonard Fournette... Had a rough night. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's it's not only it's not the first time either for Leonard. He's exactly. all too familiar. Uh, thirty-seven yards off of I'm sorry, thirty-five yards off of seventeen carries Woo. this weekend. That's a, a total of sixty-six yards in two years against Alabama. I think uh, Alabama kind of knows a secret secret Cajun spice down in LSU. Yeah, they figured that out, and it was it was a dogfight, and really once. Once Alabama scored that touchdown, it was like the game's over. Yeah, I mean, it came down to that Their 21 defense, yard scramble yeah. from Jalen Hurts, who who looked really good in the He's game so for good. for a freshman quarterback to go into LSU and just play as consistent and as calm as he did. I think was a really phenomenal thing to see, and I mean, it was a heads up play for him to get in the end zone. And I think from there, it was just lock it down and hold out this win. Jalen Hurts feels not like a quarterback that can run, but a fullback that can. He had 20 carries on the game for 114 yards, still threw for another 100. Like, Jalen Hurts is, doesn't look like a rookie on the field, and he, he went into Death Valley and, and really made it happen. But, yeah, defense was definitely the story of the game, less than 450 total yards in the game. Danny Edling, you feel bad for the guy. He, it looked like he was getting hit on every single series. He had a QBR of 5.7. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a QBR that low. That's pretty ever. bad. That is pretty bad. And yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here like scrambling through my computer to make sure you're not trying to throw some garbage stats at us. And actually, all those are correct. 
you know, I'm not totally useless. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're at least holding back on calling me out in every stat because yeah. we're, we're going to have to come up with a punishment for that. And, and I'll say, you, you guys definitely owe me some shotguns. We're going to get to that. We are. We are. And, and you got your time coming. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll go over the playoffs real quick, and then I want to get to uh, one, one more game after the playoffs. Um, top four, top three remain the same. Alabama, Clemson, Michigan. Washington, like we said, jumps into that fourth spot. They finally get the recognition after A&M's loss. Um, Ohio State up at five. They're a team to watch out for. Um, and we will talk a little bit about Ohio State here in a second. Louisville still has a chance at six. Um, Wisconsin at seven. I don't think they have any chance. Auburn is the only other team in the SEC that still has a chance to win the SEC. Uh, they still have the Iron Bowl coming up. And you still have a chance at the SEC championship. Um, three three teams that I thought were interesting. Penn State at 10. Penn State uh, is making their move. They keep winning games. They have jumped up rather quickly. Yeah, yeah. and the win over Ohio State jumped them into the top 25 in the AP. But they've been playing solid ever since then. Yeah. I think that's a, a huge Yeah, and they're winning games going yeah, away. Exactly. exactly. And um, right behind them is, at, is uh, Oklahoma in the Big 12 at 11. Um Maybe overrated. I don't know. Um, and I think we got what Oklahoma, OSU, and West OSU's Virginia. OSU's at thirteen. West Virginia's all, at sixteen, yeah, I believe. So. Um, so, yeah, Texas will be playing West Virginia this week. Sixteen in the nation. Um, and let's go back to Ohio well, State. Well, real, real quick on the playoff scene. Yeah. So the, the difference between the number four spot and the number three spot is huge because if you're sitting number four, you got to play Alabama to get into the national championship. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Washington is is doing everything they can. Like Jake Browning sets a Washington single sing, uh, season record for TD uh, touchdown passes with three games left. He had 388 yards this week. It's like. What does Washington have to do to get into the number three spot? And is it even possible with the schedule they have left? Well, I think the the biggest question mark is why is Clemson at two, honestly? I mean, in my opinion, Clemson has won games that they should have won outright close. And, I mean, credit, they've won the games they needed to win. They've taken care of their schedule. But, I I mean, honestly, like, I look at Michigan State and I – or, I'm sorry, Michigan – and I, I think, you know, why is Michigan not number two? You know, I think they have the better all-around defense. I think they have the better all-around player in Jabril Peppers over Deshaun Watson. I, I would take that kid any day. Uh, but I, I think Clemson kind of gets a pass where it's like, you look at Louisville and we're like, well, they have to do all these things. Well, yeah, but they also have the Heisman front runner and yep. he's taking care of games for them when he really needs to. You know, we put so much stress on Louisville to do the right things and do them big and in, in all this fashion. But I think the biggest thing that we overlook is Clemson, and they just kind of get the pass on some some close games that I think we should kind of look at a little bit harder. Well, there's so, going to be some interesting things happening in the playoffs soon. You've got Ohio State, Michigan. That game's probably going to decide a playoff spot. Oh, yeah. And then you got Auburn, Alabama, which, I mean, if I think if— You never know. Don't you, bet you on the Iron Bowl. That's right. You you can't bet on those rivalry games. You gotta throw those records out, and there's gonna be some shakeup. I just don't see a loss. Speaking of on Washington's schedule moving forward, so it's gonna be pretty interesting yeah, to see. Yeah. So so going back to to last week, um, and and talking about betting on games, you know, Uncle Mac told us that Ohio State Nebraska 
was the lock of the week. Instead, Nebraska would cover the, the large spread that Ohio State had. Um, did he say that? Did he? He say did that? say it was a lock. I and mean, we can check the tape. We well, can check the tape. Well, you said he said it. So you said he we're said going it. off of you here. And that wasn't even close. I mean, Ohio State won sixty-two to three. Yeah, Uncle Mac was was so wrong. Um, I mean, the, the Ohio State's defense looked phenomenal. I mean, they they held Nebraska to just under two hundred yards, or just over two hundred yards. Sorry. And then JT Barrett, you know, looks really impressive with 300 yards passing and 400 touchdowns. Or 400 touchdowns. 400 Four touchdowns. touchdowns, huh? Is that, is, that, is that a bad stat? I think that Ooh, might that be a, a fake stat. stat. I, I think mean, that might be fake. I mean, this has been the Ohio State we've been expecting to see all season, which is pretty exciting as we move forward towards the Michigan-Ohio State game. Yeah, Uncle Mac missed this one on a long shot. Um, and, and Uncle Mac, as you guys know, did not have a good, a good week all in all. Yeah, well... So, so he did say under two hundred yards. I will say they had. Just, just I said over, over. Okay. He did. He did switch it up. To switch over. it up. Yeah. Um, I just heard that. My mistake. So, speaking of, that's a good, perfect transition. Uh, speaking of fake stats, um, you know, Ballad has snuck a couple bias, and averaging two a week without even trying. And you know, it's time for us to own up. And accept it. We've got some debts to pay. Here. Yeah, we do. We really do. And you know, I know you want to talk about you and Uncle Max week weekend in uh, in Lake Charles. So, you know, me and Zach are gonna take this time to own up on a bet, shotgun a non Strange Land brew. Um, why would we? Why would we do that? I'm not to, gonna do to that. You not gonna do that. You wouldn't waste the Strange Land brew. No, on it's this way bet. too. It's way too good. So we got a different. The Strange Land brew beer. is delicious though. Oh man, it's so good. So we're gonna go take our medicine here. We're gonna give Ballad a little moment to uh, to speak his piece about yeah, the, old, the old casino. Yeah. So we should probably not do this inside. Uh, you you can you either go outside. You go to the bathroom. bathroom. Well, it's gonna take me take a long place. time. Y'all y'all can laugh about it all you, you want. Were you were good at you were good in college. I'm sure you're not good at it now. No, I haven't gotten any better. So. Well, for our listeners who tuned in last week, you, I alluded that I would be going to a bachelor party in Lake Charles this past weekend, and and I went through with those plans, and we had a great time. Shout out to Matt Windham. Uh, so happy for him and Savannah getting married in December. Uh, so me and a bunch of buddies, we go to Lake Charles, and we get there on Friday around 10 o'clock, and I'm not going to lie, uh, it doesn't start out that great. Um, we're playing craps, we're playing blackjacks, the game's a gentleman, and a couple of us, we, we lose a little bit of money. Um, I'm not going to mention how much, because uh, I think my mother might listen to this podcast, and she would have a small heart attack. Uh, but we get down, but spirits are still high. We go to the bar, we hit the reset button, and what do you know? Friday, uh, that same night, we go back to the tables, and we... Just light up. We start killing it. We uh, Everyone's making money. I go on a 45-minute heater. I had the dice in my hand for 45 minutes. And you never leave a heater. And you never leave a heater. That's right, Spencer. Um, and I'm, I'm, sure, so I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are wondering or thinking, Zach, or Ballad, sounds like you had, you laid up, uh, made a lot of money in Lake Charles. Uh, I wish that was the case. But then Saturday happened. Uh, 
Saturday happened and everybody lost money. And as you guys can see on Uncle Max picks from the week, we lost money there. Other than that, Lake Charles was a great time. Can't recommend it enough. Other than all the money you lost. Other, other than that piece. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I'm still working on my shotgun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's taken a long time. I thought... I, I knew you were bad in college. I didn't think you could get this bad, Spencer. You know, I'm not a chugger. I'm not a chugger. Yeah, yeah. I prefer to sip on Strangeland all night. We'll, we'll say he's not a lot of things. We, we all would love to prefer to sip on Strangeland uh, all night and... And thanks to the people, at, uh, the fine people at Strangeland, we're going to get to do that. So, uh, gentlemen, thank yeah, you for, for cashing in on that bet. Um, I hope our part. we'll see if uh, see how you guys do this week. We'll just keep the fans interested. So far, we're so good. Oh man! After that, let's let's go ahead and transition into this week in college man, football. Man, I hope Uncle Mac is better this week. Yeah, so does he. Let's, hope, t- we, let's hope we sobered up a little. I bit tell you what, figure out this. Uncle Mac oh, needs to have a good week after good the week. weekend he just had. He needs a good week. Um, yeah, first game on the list. I know Uncle Mac doesn't like to bet on Texas. Uh, Texas is a two. But we two love point. to talk about it. Yeah. Texas at West for, uh, at home against West Virginia. Um, a two point favorite. 11 a.m. We know how they are in 11 a.m. games. Um. I know Matt Mac's not gonna not gonna bet this one. I this is a night game. What against West Virginia? Yeah, I have tickets to the game. No, it's an 11 a.m. game, is it not? I'm willing to bet it's a night game. You want to put a put a shotgun on it? Yes. Yes. Okay. A handshake. Yes. There we, we got, go. We got a shake. Shannon, if you could find that out for us, that'd ESPN be it's 11 is telling us that West Virginia is playing Texas at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Oh. 11, yeah. Central time. Central time. Absolutely central time. Wow, I need to adjust. No, it's not. It's not. I know you're. I know you're Filipino. But it's not Filipino time. What in the hell? I'm sorry. I know. I know. So I finally got you back. Now you got a shotgun here in a little bit. Um, I have tailgating plans. I guess that's going to start early. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to start real early. Um, Texas two-point favorite. You know, I'm drinking the burnt orange Kool-Aid right now. And they're at home, baby. They're, they're at home. undefeated at home. They don't lose against the spread. Hey, I'm a home fan. So get on the bandwagon, everybody. It's, I say it's Texas. Right I now. say Texas covers. I say they they win by more than two. I'm on it. I think it's close, and I think Texas has got the juice at home. I think the fans are behind them. I think we got another Texas win. I think we're on a roll here. Yeah. And, and uh, if we can close it out at the end, I mean, we got West Virginia. We got to only look at that game, obviously. But for us, we get the luxury of looking at it. TCU is the only thing left after that. Yep. I mean, if we we just got to take care of business against Kansas, obviously, but. TCU is the only one left after that, and I think I think it's possible, man. I think if they and win out, what did Charlie out, say? Eight wins. Can't really do anything. Eight, at eight wins, wins. He keeps his job. Yeah. Um, Ballard, what do you say? Texas win or lose? I like Texas to win this game. I'm going to be at the game, so they better win. <laughs> Jeez. Um, well, you better have some some good inside information. Maybe tell them you work for a podcast. Maybe look at you on the field. Hey, you know, I'll I'll try to pull those screens, but you know the. That's, that's usually producer work, and you know how that's going to work. <laughs> um, so, another game uh, in, uh, not in Texas, but another Texas team. Um, the Aggies will go to Oxford, Mississippi, and play the Chad Kelly-less Ole Miss 
Rebels. So we got a starterless SEC game. Yeah, no no starting quarterbacks in this game. In Ole Miss. Uh, it is an even line right now. Um, when I saw it, it was even. Um, I think it is a pick'em game at this point, honestly. Yeah, and I, I got to take Ole Miss. I'm sorry. I oh, just, really? I just I don't care who's at quarterback. I don't think Chad Kelly's a great quarterback to begin with. Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't believe in A and M enough to really. I can't believe in A and M to bet on them. I think A and M's healthier all around. Sure. I think A and M has better weapons on offense. I think Hoobernick is a decent passer. I mean, I think he's a little underrated for not playing as much as he has. Yeah. So I think A and M goes on the road. I think they take care of business this time. Okay. But I mean, my okay. goodness, that defense better lock it up a little bit. Is somebody writing these picks down. We got, we got. Yeah, and I'm all over mine. So, did y'all say? Did y'all mention the spread was minus twenty? I, I haven't been listening to be completely honest with you guys. Minus twenty and what? I we just gotta said it was an even we game. Pick it was a pick em. What are you talking about? What have I been looking at? Maybe I'm I'm all over the place today. I don't know what you and Mac are doing. A and M is not day, minus but... twenty. No way. You and Mac are all over the board today. I need to check my sources. You need to stop giving us crap stats. That's not even a stat. Is Uncle Mac gonna bet on A and M? I mean, you can't really. Rely. Not if it's in a, a pick'em. Not if it's a pick'em. I got minus ten and a half. Ten and a half. How on old on on ESPN? A and M is ten and a half. I, I swear I saw it even. I saw it at minus twenty earlier today. That's why I got it typed in, and I felt like that was way too many wow. points. And I think. I think ten and a half's too many points too. I like Ole Miss to cover this one. I found it at even. I think even at ten and a half, I'm still sticking with my pick there. I'm still going in. At a and ten and a half, I, I gotta take Ole Miss. That's absurd. Too many weapons. Ole Miss is not that good. There's no guys. way just, that that line jumped that much. You guys are out of your mind if you think Ole Miss is even relevant without Chad Kelly. He is everything they've been all year. Is Chad Kelly out of the game. He's not playing this week. Him He's he tore his ACL. He's, He's done. done. You can't play on a torn ACL. I mean, you I mean, can. You, c- you could. What a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll try and edit that out. Um, we're not editing that out. Okay. We're Let's not move past out. this game. Though. Uh, this yeah. is gonna dumpster fire. Yeah. We we apologize. This reminds me of a lot of last night. Spencer, speaking of dumpster fires. Speaking of dumpster fires. Speaking of dumpster fires. Baylor going to Norman. What's the line? OU is a fifteen and a half. 11 a.m. game. Give them double that. I say double. I hope it's double. Good God, I hope it's double. Hey, double it and make me half as much money because I'm still taking that all day. For OU real. is... I mean, OU's good enough. I mean, regardless of what we were talking it is about still, with Baylor... Yeah, it's still at 15 OU now. is going to smash them. Yeah, I hope so. Uncle Mac hates betting on OU. But oh, when please. it's against Baylor, yes, it please. is so easy to pull the trigger. Yes. Yes. Especially in Norman. That's an early morning game as well. Um, you want to bet I, on that? You want to bet on the time of that game? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I believe A&M Ole Miss is an 11 a.m. game as well. No. Uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State-Alabama game, which we're about to talk about. Alabama by 30. 30-point 30 favorite. I think they do. I think I think Miss State covers. I think Mississippi State's one saving grace against A&M was the ability to rush the ball. I think a- Alabama does not let them do any of that. I think Alabama will hold them to under 100 rushing yards in this game. Probably. I think their defense I just will don't come think up 30. with a touchdown. I mean, I think this is all Alabama. I think it's a shootout and a runaway from the very get. Yeah, 30 seems like a lot to me. But Yeah, it feels like a lot of points, especially after the big win over A&M. But 
You know, that was a tough game for Mississippi State. I think they're going to be a little bit beat up. I like Bama to roll. I think. I mean, oh, you're saying the tide is going to yeah. roll? I tide don't roll. Roll tide here because, I mean, look, let's look at uh, it. I'm, I taking, mean, I'm taking Mississippi State in the points. Alabama's the – they're going for history at this point. Yeah. I and mean, that's what they're shooting for. Yep. Um, keep it in the SEC again. Uh, LSU goes to Fayetteville to play Arkansas. LSU is a seven-point favorite after Arkansas just beat the dog out of – Florida, so seven-point LSU favorite. What's Uncle Mac thinking here? Uncle Mac, um, I, I think he's going to roll with uh, Arkansas again to cover these cover these points, and, and maybe even win outright. You know, LSU just had a really tough game against Bama. Their quarterback got beat up in that game. I don't know if he'll ever be the same. Arkansas coming off a big home upset against Florida. They're at home again. They don't have to travel. I like Arkansas to upset. Um, yeah, I'm going to tell Uncle Mac he's drinking the wrong Kool-Aid. I'm taking LSU. Um, you know, I, I don't think Arkansas's defense is near as good. Not even close. Not even in the same region. Not even the same state. Literally. Literally. As Alabama. Um, so I, I think Leonard Fournette's going to come back and, and do Leonard Fournette stuff. Well, that's where you're wrong. I may be wrong, but, you know, um... I, I do think that seven points, I think LSU wins it by two touchdowns. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with the expert on this one. I think Leonard Fournette is going to be one mad man here. I think Leonard Fournette runs all over Arkansas. Well, you're the expert. You're damn right I'm the expert. I'm the damn host of the show. We'll yeah. see on that. Well, yeah, but I host the podcast. You host it, but I'm the host of the show. No one's disputing that. Okay. But it's a pleasure to host the podcast. I'm Our final game of the week. Uh, USC just peaked into the top 25. Uh, they will go up to Washington to play. And Washington, who is now in the top four in the playoffs, is an eight and a half point favorite. Um, I think Washington runs away with it. Yeah, I think Washington is a real deal. I think they've come to play. They've shown that they're the real deal. I think that their defense is legitimate. I think their offense is extremely confident behind Browning. And I think, I mean, good grief, man. Washington looks good. I think they're poised. I mean, you can say what you want about their schedule, but you can only play the people that are on your schedule. And they have taken care of business. I think Washington runs away with this one. Yeah, Uncle Mac is real sorry about last week uh, for all listeners who, who bet on his lock of the week. But he's doubling down this week. This is his lock of the week. The lock of the week! Washington will cover at home. They are trying to make a statement right now to get themselves you know, into that two or three spot in the playoffs and have to yep. play Alabama. Yeah. This is an opportunity to make that statement. They are going to roll on USC. Okay. Yeah, I like, I like that pick a lot. Um, so we'll transition. We'll go from college to professional football. Um do want to thank Strangeland Brewery again. Every segment, as of now, is sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. So, uh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers, fellas. And, uh, is this the best beer in the world? Man, I mean, it is really good. It's a beer for any it occasion. It is really good. The Austin Eye Pills. And, you know, I do want to thank Adam, the uh, the brewmaster, the owner of Strangeland Brewery, uh, for giving us this, this opportunity to get our name out there and... Get y'all's name out there, you know. I, I, we, we all need to go by 
the brewery and visit them. But um, yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we'll get into me and Ballard's team. Um, the the Cowboys went up to Cleveland, and you know I I did say last week the Cowboys would cover, but I also said that I thought it may be a trap game if they didn't really focus. Um, they were focused. They were focused, and Dak Prescott threw three, threw three touchdowns. Still can't he, throw up for 300 yards. I don't get it, man. It doesn't Why? matter. It doesn't matter. Did you see his passer Why? rating? Did you see his passer rating? 97 QBR. I'm just saying because a guy on my fantasy team, he had a I just wanted to get into the 20s already. He had a 141.8 passer rating. If he just throws 300 yards, he'll get in the 20s. I mean, that's all I want. His rating was better than anybody in the league, man. Hey, 141.8. I don't want to hear it. Stop. He looks this good. Is, this is our segment. For improvement. This is our segment. Stop. He had a bye week, man. Way better Stop. than Tom Brady this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. You have nothing to talk about. Better than Tom Shush. Brady this week. Shut your mouth. Dak looked incredible. Hey, I'll yell if I want to yell. I mean, I'm just saying it. But yeah. Dak looked great. Three touchdowns. Um, Zeke. Didn't have the workload that he's used to. He didn't have the 30 carries a game. He had 18 for 92 yards, and he still put it in the end zone twice, which is great because now he traveled to Pittsburgh, and he's more rested than he's ever been as far as an NFL running back. He has not had that little of carries all season long. Um, Alfred Morris had it uh, carried it one time less than Zeke. He had it 17 times. And... Good God, I want to know what Jason Witten does. Yeah, I really want to know one. where the Fountain of Youth is because he had his first 100-yard game since, I believe, 2013. Did you really have that set written down? I didn't have it written down, but I heard it, and I'm pretty sure that is correct. That was going to be a trivia question. Yes, so I nailed the trivia question. Um, no, you're not, you don't get credit for it. I get to ask you the trivia question. I nailed it. I nailed it. And you would have nailed it. Have you jumped me. the gun. Yep. Um, take credit where he can. Yes, I will take credit for everything because I'm the man. Um, Witten You're not listening to the podcast. Witten scored. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, he's always open somehow. Um, the the defense is is still like I like I've been saying they are overachieving every single week without Morris Claiborne. Let's not get too carried away. Without with without Barry Church. They are overachieving. The Browns didn't score a single point in the second half. Yeah, and they were down the entire game, which forced them to throw the ball. And, like, to your point, the defense showed out. They, they, yeah, they, and the, our secondary is, is depleted, Which man. was the big question mark at the beginning of the season. Do you guys realize Cleveland has lost 12 straight games in a row? Looking back to last season, yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, three, they haven't won one. There are three and twenty-seven in the last Ooh. thirty games. What what is it like? I mean, sure, Cleveland just won with LeBron, but the they heart, had the World Series. But still, the heartbreak of losing that, and then they're on track to go zero and sixteen. Is is that a possibility? I think it could be a possibility. I really do. I mean, what is there a game on the schedule that you could really be like, yep? That's a win for Cleveland. Well, I think they play in a tough division. I think, you know, it's a hard division to play. And they got some help with getting Jamie Collins. And, I mean, 
He came in some key places. Oh, there's your there's your in hey, into. Hey, I got a little bit. You this got guy, something yeah. to talk about with your boy Jamie. Yeah. But but I mean, it's it's Cleveland. It's been the same issue all year. I mean, their first their three red zone possessions they had in the first half against the Cowboys, it was a touchdown, a field goal, and a missed field goal. So when you come away with that kind of scoring, you're going to have problems, and with one of the best teams in the league right now, you're going to have that problem. Like, and, and that's what it was. You know, Dallas wasn't worried about what Cleveland was doing. They were worried about what they were doing, and they took yeah. care of business and exploited Cleveland where they could. And they got, did take got a care solid win. They did take care of business, and, and you know, I was worried about the game. I uh, Not worried that they were going to lose, just worried that it was going to be closer than it should have been. I mean, here's, here's some stats from the game. They outgained... Cleveland, 423 to 222. Is that a real stat? That is a real stat. There were zero turnovers in the game. They got 29 first downs to Cleveland's 13, and they outpossessed them 39 minutes to 20 minutes. Dallas is also the third most efficient offense in the league. They are. They're they're good, and they do this with their offensive line. I mean, they're very good. And, and it starts with the offense. I mean, it goes through the offense. The defense has played outstanding. They have overperformed what people would have expectations for them. But, I mean, it goes through their offense. And regardless of who's a quarterback, honestly, that offensive line is what creates everything for them. Yeah, and we'll get to the whole Dallas quarterback controversy in our nightcap. Um, I do want to move on from the Cowboys as much as I could talk about them for hours on end. Um Man, I'm really freaking hungry. I wish I had some chicken wings right now. Well, you know, I can get that started. As the host of the podcast. Oh, yeah? You can do you that? You know I always take care of you guys. Hey. Well, it would be even better if somebody would provide us with chicken wings. That, that would, would be cool. That would be great. We would, we, would, we would take a sponsorship from any of the fine wing establishments that are around the greater Austin area. If yeah. only there were people that did that. If only there were people who sold chicken wings in, in Austin. I wish Texas. there was such a place. Listen to our show. I wish there was such a place as a chicken wing. But until then, gentlemen, I'll be right back. Don't, don't don't worry without me. Try not to touch the computer too much. I know. Uh, yeah, we'll I know be it's sure tempting. Not to do anything. Um, but I'll be back. You know, just yeah, we'll just be sure tight. not to worry about all these buttons that we have no just idea. Tight, yes. How do I get? How do I? What do I do? What am I doing? Don't, don't click anything. Do the internet. Don't, don't worry. No, it's okay. I I got it. Don't I got it. Anything. I'll be back. I got it. I have no clue what I'm doing. I mean, not not to boast or anything, but I did get the flavor of the week last week, right? And you did, the barbecue, kind of underwhelming. I mean, not to not to really trash Ballard because he stepped his game up this week a little bit. It was underwhelming okay. performance. It was, it was okay ba- at best. Um, Could have used the coding. So, Raven Steelers, who the Cowboys will play this week, Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger maybe came back too soon? I think so. I mean, I think they rushed him back because of what they feel like they need to do. And, it looked and, like he was throwing off, and, off and, all and, upper body. Yeah. I, I think he looked bad, and the Ravens took advantage of that. Their defense played really well. They performed well again. Um, the Ravens now atop the division. Um, I think it says something. I mean, what does it say? Not a whole lot. I think the division's a yeah. little down this year, but... Ultimately, I think Dallas is going to have some problems with Pittsburgh next week. But sure, again, I'm, I'm that's, sure they will. We'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, outside of the 95-yard catch and run from Mike Wallace for the Ravens, there wasn't a whole lot of 
anything in that game. I mean, oh, every time God, I played, Mike Wallace, I just I got something to say about him when our he, love, he screwed me in fantasy. I um, love, I love Mike Wallace. Um, one of the more exciting games of the week was uh the Lions at the Vikings in Minnesota. The the one overtime game that we had this week, it was. It was fun to watch, it man. It was entertainment from start to finish. It was fun to watch. For it sure. was fun to watch. And I, I enjoyed it. Minnesota is not good. I'm sorry. They, Yeah, they started off the season, what, 6-0? and But they're starting to show their colors. You know, their defense they are. is on the field way too much for them to be Yeah, because really their productive. offense is horrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sam Bradford is turning into Sam Bradford again, and... I think the Eagles are going to end up with the the better decision in this one. Yes, ma'am. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, the Vikings were up in that game with the ball with under a minute left to go in that game, and they just blew it. Yeah, they're not very good. Um, they're, they're okay. They're okay. I will say the the Lions are fighting for a chance to get into the playoffs. They may sneak in the back door here, and, I mean, they got a legitimate way Man, to get they in. I mean, their, beat their the offense te- isn't that just, bad. Yeah, they have, they have their times. They lost to the Texans last week, got on the road. a good win in on the road in overtime against the Vikings. Um, and, I mean, that Golden Tate flip into the end zone. Oh, I loved it. That was hilarious. It. I loved it, That was man. probably the best moment it was for a me stupid, of the weekend. It was a stupid play. It was so unnecessary. It was Just so unnecessary. unnecessary. So unnecessary. Excuse me? But, I will say, you're right, Hank. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was but. awesome. Um, Back to the uh, NFC East. The Giants Another hosted... Good game. Hosted the Eagles. It was a good game. Another exciting game. And you know I love watching the Eagles lose. You know I love it. I love it so much. And, you know, Carson Wentz did have a chance to, to tie that game up, come back in that game, but they just they just fell short. Their defense hasn't looked as good. I mean, they their defense is very good. Their defense gave them a chance to win it. Yeah, their defense is good. They just can't stop people when it matters or early on in the game and they find themselves down. I, I I don't know what it is about the Eagles, man. Their offense is just, they have the weapons and Carson Wentz just can't do anything. They could be so much better and they just end up underperforming almost every time. I think they're just so young. You know, there's not anybody on the offense that you just sit there and say, yeah, that's the guy. Like we're gonna get him the ball. He like, dropped so many you, passes. You got you got Zach Ertz. You got Nelson Aguilar. Jordan you Matthews. Got Jordan Matthews, and I mean, they just all don't seem to want to like go get it every. <laughs> and week. they drop they drop more passes. I than mean, even in the though. backfield, you got Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles, and like really like if you're gonna look at Matthews anybody and trash. say thank you for playing consistently, it's Darren Sproles. Uh, yeah, the oldest Sproles man. Is in the league. only guy they have to look forward to. Matthews is trash. He's he's old, injury prone. Doesn't have that explosive step um so panthers have been losing a lot of games lately and not lately not lately oh oh lately as of this past weekend yes they won a game congratulations to them uh, what are they two and five three and five it's something like, like that two in a row no it's not two in a row there's no way 
Both their wins are... Oh, you know, you're right. I There's no way that. they've won two in a row. Um, they barely beat the Rams. They beat them by a field goal. And... <laughs> uh, God, I just... There's something about the Panthers that make me laugh, man. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that they got rid of Josh Norman because they didn't want to pay him, and now their secondary is probably the worst in the league. Um, maybe it's Cam Newton's antics after games he loses. I don't know what it is. The Panthers, I like watching them lose, but... I just want to let you know, it has been two in a row. They really? Beat, they beat the Cardinals 30-20 to 20 Okay. on October 30th. Okay. And then beat the Rams this past weekend. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, they're they're not they're they're not they're not the team that went to the Super Bowl last they're, year. They're not good. I mean, their defense was seriously downgraded this offseason. Cam hasn't been healthy this year. I think they just they're going through a lot of struggles in in a division where I think so much inconsistency comes out of this division. I mean, yeah. honestly, it's it's really yeah, it's bad because you see Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Oh. You're going to do good this year, but you've had pretty much the same set of guys the last three, four years, and it's just so inconsistent. Well, I, I think Cam is struggling with some identity as far as his playing style, who he is on the field, what their offense does, you know, and I think it just I think it gets to him. I think he plays with his emotions on his sleeve, and I think that when it gets to him, it gets to him, and I think it affects him. And Yeah. That's just what it is. Well, talking about bad teams, um, that team up in – that small town in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, you be careful here. You're where, on thin ice, buddy. Where you're, where you're not allowed to... Uh, nobody goes into their house and doesn't pay the price. Um, Too many commercials, man. Dallas went in and beat the Packers in Lambeau. And, you know, I, I wasn't as surprised. But then Andrew Luck... And the awful Colts went in there and beat the Packers. So, clearly people go into that house and they don't pay any price. So, I think it's half-price ticket nights here uh, in Lambeau, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny to watch what's kind of happened because Aaron Rodgers is definitely not a different quarterback, you know. I think he's the same guy, but losing everything that they've lost in their backfield, it's hard to look at the Packers and be like, well, they're a legitimate offense. Yes, they have Jordy Nelson. Yes, Richard Rodgers has taken a role on that team at tight end. Yes, Cobb has stepped up. Yes, Montgomery has stepped up. But, I mean, ultimately, when you look at it, that defense has been missing key pieces. Their offense is missing a bunch of stuff. And Aaron Rodgers is just taking a bunch of hits. I think, you know, as the Packers move forward, it's it's only going to get tougher for them. Their backfield is a mess. Their defense is a mess. I think there's just a lot of questions right now at what's going on. And I think it's it's hard to really answer a lot of those questions because, you know, honestly, there aren't a whole lot of answers or solutions that they got going on. But, I mean, Spencer, really... Outside of what's going on in the NFL, what is going on with Ballard right now, man? I mean, I feel like that guy has just been gone. Yeah, I, I, with no idea what time it is. Like he has no, like it's like doesn't own a watch, doesn't have clocks. What's up, guys? Oh, oh, hey, Ballard. It's a good phone to, call. Good to see you again. A phone call or? 
I mean, are the wings done? You you were gone for long enough. The wings should probably be done by now. They take a minute to cook. Whatever, man. You know, someday, I'm going to go back and listen to the show, and I, I, I'm always curious what you guys talk about while I'm gone. No, we're just talking about football, man. Oh, good. Well, give me a long. Yeah, I mean, sports. It's, it's really all we talk about. Uh, we're just... I mean, I think <laughs> we've moved on from the Packers. I mean, it was it was a, it was a bad day at home. They can, want they want to get over. Can it. I can I say one thing? Can I retro back back? Sure. Yeah, Cam Newton wearing more stupid hats in his post game <laughs> conference. I am so sick of it. He got sacked uh, five times and he's still wearing that s- stupid hat. I mean, he wore it before he got sacked five times. Just so we're all clear. I'm just saying, if I see Cam Newton wear one more stupid hat, it's gonna it's it's gonna be. I just, what in the hell? I just don't know what to do with his stupid hats. Yeah, I understand. Um, Moving on. Yeah, Marcus Mariota's pretty good, man. And the Titans are pretty good. Yeah, that Melvin Gordon kid. He's also pretty good. He's pretty good. And, you know, their defense gives up a lot of points every week. Um, they do have one of the better offensive lines in the league. And it shows. Melvin Gordon and DeMarco Murray have done very well in that backfield. Um, DeMarco Murray can run behind a very good offensive line. You've seen that in Dallas, but you know, it, the defense gives, still gives up too many points. Um, but they're winning games and they beat the chargers in San Diego. Uh, no, sir. I'm San a Mariota Diego, fan. San Diego 43, Tennessee 35. I don't know why you got these scores back. Oh, fix that. Fix that. Oh, I wrote it backwards. You definitely did. I wrote Mel- it backwards. Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Just, I read it backwards. Destroyed wow. the Titans on defense. I, mean, I wasn't even attempting to make a fake stat. I don't know why I wrote that. Sure, score sure. Hey, did did y'all know they were calling this the ballot bowl? Ballot, not ballad. Did you hear about this? I did not hear about this. I did not. Oh, so the no the Chargers happened. or the city of San Diego had put forward a some a oh, bill. Oh yes, I did yeah, see that they voted uh, to not renew. Yeah, yeah they were trying. You ruined the story, but you're they're trying to <laughs> trying to get a ta- a a bill approved to get 1.8 billion dollars approved to have a stadium that improved in San Diego. Billion, a billion dollars. You gotta have the pinky by the lip when you say billion. That's right. So they they were calling it the ballot bowl. They thought a a win would inspire voter turnout. Uh, turns out it did not. The bill did not pass, and people in San Diego are kind of worried if the Chargers are going to stick around or not. Well, says my uh, sources. I'm I'm thinking maybe now that that stadium is being built in L.A. Highly reliable sources. That um, that the Chargers are going to be sharing a stadium with the L.A. Rams in the next few years. Uh, is that a prediction I, from Spencer Spillman? That is a prediction. I I think the Chargers are out of San Diego. Unfortunately for that city, um, don't take that to the bank, though, folks. It's don't, just, it's yeah, not, clearly because I got the score wrong. I wrote it backwards. I'm an idiot. Um, no argument there. But, but the best game and the the most impressed that I am with any team, the Raiders, man. The Raiders are good, and they host the Broncos on Monday. Was it, it was Monday night game? Right? Yeah. Or was it Sunday night? Sunday, Sunday night. night. Sunday. Yeah, because Monday night games are horrible. Um, Sunday night. That was all right one. Well, you've got one heck of a nerve. It's true though. <laughs> um, it is true. You do. Tyrod almost let that come back. Yeah, but you know, Derek Carr, Khalil Mack, Latavius Murray, 
Oh my goodness. He was sitting on my bench in my fantasy league, which we'll get to here in a second. Um, man, the Raiders are good, and I really like watching them play. They're fun to watch, especially when Derek Carr is playing a defense that is not as good in the secondary as the Broncos and can just air it out and throw it for 600 yards a game. But, you know, their receivers are good. They have four running backs that they play every single week for whatever reason, and Latavius finally got a chance to shine, and shine he did. He ran over people. I mean, I mean, it was awesome to see. I'm not going to get overhyped on the Raiders right now. They're a good team. They're really young. You don't want to get overhyped because they have a chance to contend they with make, your Pats. They make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> and, you know, I think, you know, they didn't play a healthy Denver Broncos defense that was locked up in the secondary like they have been all year. There was no key They did to what lead. they had to do. Yeah, they did. And, and they took care of business. And, and there's one thing to be said about that. But I think there's another thing to be said when you're not playing top teams with their top talent. Take the Buffalo Bills when they played the Patriots this year. With Tom Brady, a totally different story than without Tom Brady. You know, and I think the defense is the key to Denver. That's that that's their signature right there is their defense because their offense is woeful this year. It's it's bad at times and it's worse at others. But I think the biggest thing is that uh, you know. Oakland's good right now, and they're going to ride that hot hand, and they should. They should feel that energy and be up on it. They're really young, and I think yeah, very, that's ultimately very. where they're going to miss pieces when it comes to the playoff time and a deep run to the Super Bowl. I think they have a chance at it. they got to go through New England, though. They do, and, 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 and that's that's what I'm excited about. You know, It's a big I, test. but It's I, good to see another team in the AFC be able to maybe test. Um, sorry, we – I'm – uh, I mean, burp, it'll be burping it, a little bit thanks to the strange brew, but uh, they're so delicious. Brew, God, man, they go I, down so fast. I need another one, actually. By the I, way, I, sure, can you give me one of those? I get you a beer right now. Thanks, man. I agree that it's going to be a huge test, and I think yeah. ultimately they're going to be too young for the challenge this year. I mean, I think yeah, any team that's going up against Tom Brady in the Patriots, but they're on the right track. It, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. And the fact that they possibly. I think it's just are, not quite the time to are say. most likely going to move to Vegas should be fairly exciting. Um, you know, I think Derek Carr was the right option. And, you know, I did hear something the other day that um, that the Houston Texans could have drafted uh, Khalil Mack and Derek Carr in the same draft. They drafted <laughs> Jadavian Clowney and... Someone else, I don't remember, but yeah, so I understand Houston's void on not wanting to take another car with their history, but uh, yeah, they could have had Derek Carr and Khalil Mack. Well, I, I don't think this David Carr would have done any different in Houston anyway. I mean, that offensive line is absolute garbage. So yeah, it's bad. I, I think in Oakland, he's got a legitimate offensive line, and that's what provides him some time to get hit the ball to his receivers. I mean, Crabtree is a legitimate receiver. Mari Cooper is a legitimate number one in the top five. Oh, yeah. And, and top five discussion, in my you opinion. You know, the Raiders are good. We'll see what they can do in the AFC. We'll go ahead and, and get to our, our fantasy football segment. Just just a quick um, one player that screwed you and one player you want to screw. Ballad, let's start with you. You know, I'll, I'll start with who screwed me. Yeah, let's hear it. Because although, selfless plug, I went 3-0 and this week. Ooh. I had someone who, who really could have screwed me over, and that's Terrence West of the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah. 
going against Pittsburgh, one of the worst-rated run defenses in the league, with no other running backs of name or notes to back him up, he puts up 21 yards, 2.7 points. I can tell you, I cannot tell you how much I want to, or how bad Terrence West screwed me this well, week, except for the fact that I had a little one night stand this weekend. I had a. Well, I'll tell you right now first before you get into your one night stand. Um, yeah, you're an idiot for starting Terrence West. Um, he sat on my bench in my Yahoo League, and uh, I still lost by like 80 points, but. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I I made the right choice in players. I'm not that much of an idiot. I went three and zero this week, and in the game I started him, I had a little one night stand. Had a uh, had had Matt Stafford on the on the bench. Didn't didn't feel good against him going against Minnesota, and uh, a good bench, good bench. And had Zach's boy Tom Brady on a bye slacking off oh, in, in week nine. I think so you I, pick up a little one night stand and picked up my boy. Marcus Mariota. Hey, yeah. There we go. Three hundred and thirteen yards, four touchdowns, twenty-five point nine points, led me to victory. And me and Marcus Mariota, it was a one-night stand. And God, did we make sweet love on the football field? But we're thinking about making this a little more serious after uh, this week. You might need to think about making it serious, um, because you know Marcus Mariota. Is also my guy that I want to screw because I've hey. had it. I've had it for four or five weeks now. With a love triangle. Oh man, it's I. I am a big fan. Um, a classic friends episode. Yeah, I also want to give credit. Uh, just just a little bit to uh to my boy Zeke Elliott. Mm. I did have him in my ESPN league, mm. which I'm tied for first place, seven and two. Um. I screwed myself. I don't really want to screw anybody. Well, you're the myself. expert. Yeah, I'm not, though. I'm not, because I'm 1-8 in another league. So, I kind of screwed myself. I left Latavius Murray, who had 31 points. I left Jimmy Graham on the bench with 30 points. And I left Robert Woods on the bench with 26 points. So, Whew. I screwed myself. We know you're good at that. Yeah, I'm good at that, but... I am on board with Mariota. Zach, what you got? Um, I am also on board with Marcus Mariota. Oh! Yeah! This week. So, uh, the Mariota sex party has begun. Mm. Um, but, <laughs> but I gotta give a shout out. Screw party, screw party. My 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 pat boys, LeGarrette Blunt, Rob Gronkowski, took the week off this week. So, I can't give them a shout. Just party all week, probably? It just danced. Just dance their lives away, man. I mean, just had a blast. I just partied all week, pretty but, much. But uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to my boy, uh, the guy I want to screw, taking to the prom, Latavius Murray. Uh, mm. Big big man. Mm. 114 yards, three total touchdowns. Awesome day. Um, but from the same token, Michael Crabtree screwed me. He did screw you. 27 yeah, yards. Not right. a good day. Still got the win. Happy with everything else. I'm just kind of envisioning like a, a sex party between you, myself, and and Marcus Mariota. That no one would buy that sex tape. Oh, absolutely. Like none of us would get Paris Hilton Rich off of that. That is that is really disturbing to think it, about. It'd be closer to like two girls one cup kind of famous. It, it you would, would be grossed be out. Uh, real gross. It'd be kind of thing that was like 
this is gross, but I can't let this go viral. Be a lot of a lot of body hair from Zach <laughs> and like, you know, you got this nice beautiful. I got beautiful hair. There's yeah, no doubt about it. Every one of those things. So it's the Filipino thing, man. My roommate's Filipino and he's got great hair. I know. It pisses it's me off. Every one of those things everybody knows about, but nobody clicks on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah, it's bad. Can't. Some clickbait cannot be cannot be so, chosen. Yeah, fantasy football. It's been it's been an up and down roller coaster. It's um, been something. It's been something. Yeah, but fa- fantasy. I gotta tell you guys, I've I've got some beef with one of the big players in fantasy football right Uh-oh. now. You guys have heard of DraftKings, right? I don't even want to say their name on the air. No, I've never heard of DraftKings. What is DraftKings, Valley? Yes, well, we've all heard of DraftKings. Come on. I wonder with you times sometimes, Spencer. But I'll tell you this. DraftKings, there was a big controversy last year about whether DraftKings was gambling, yeah, this and the yeah. other. And it basically went down to where every state gets to make their own decision on whether or not they're going to right. allow DraftKings to to be conducted in their in Same their jurisdiction. Vandal, yeah. Sure. So daily in general. I am in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm Sunday morning. I'm sitting in a casino. A place where I have lost a lot of money over the weekend. <laughs> and I have a great DraftKings lineup picked out. My girlfriend and I we play uh we play a game every week. We'll play for a dollar. Winner gets to choose a a favor or a surprise. Ooh. Take that home with you guys if you have a chance. But I can't get my lineup in because I'm what thirty minutes away from the Texas border. I'm in a I'm in a casino, and I can't get a dollar DraftKings game, man. That is ridiculous. Wait, wait, you're telling me DraftKings is forbidden in the state of Louisiana? In Louisiana, where you can walk into a CVS and buy a bottle of Jack Daniels. You can walk into a gas station. You could you could buy it pretty much anywhere. Yes. In a, in a, in a state where you can drink in the middle of the street 24 hours a day. And drinking in the car, as long as you're not driving, is legal in the state of Louisiana. Trust me, I know. A lawless land. Yes. I can't get a DraftKings lineup in. We had to wake up early, drive out of Tech of Louisiana to get to Texas to get our drafting lineup <laughs> in. And you know I was with some degenerates, and I made that happen. I had to watch the Cowboys game in Beaumont. Have you ever been to Beaumont before? I don't want to go to Beaumont. I don't know if we have listeners in Beaumont or not. I, I hope we don't. It is not a good place. I do have a good, good friend who I hope <laughs> listens to this show from Beaumont, and he will probably agree with you. It was. It Beaumont's was. Beaumont's not a good place, and he's told me millions of times, "Don't go to Beaumont." Me and my buddy Reed, shout out to Reed Shear. We uh, stopped at Hooters to watch the Cowboys game in Beaumont. Yeah, yeah. That is the also the worst Hooters I've ever been to. Mm. Like, just not a good. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Sunday, yeah, Sunday, don't wanna, don't Sunday, yeah. Sunday lunchtime is it's it's not a really good great place for Hooters anyways. Yeah, but fair. oh, yeah. and Beaumont, not good. So DraftKings, be better. I sent you a tweet about it as well, and you sent me some stock. Like I don't even know. I didn't even read it. Oh, I could we're tell sorry. It was so you're bu- disappointed. Oh, in I'm our... so sorry. Yeah. You're not sorry. Be better. Come on, DraftKings. All right, all right. You've 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 talked enough. DraftKings is sorry. They're they're sorry. They said they were sorry. I don't think they're sorry. I mean, I think it... and, and borders, they're sorry. borders are borders. And despite everything I just said, DraftKings, if you were interested. In sponsoring Sports Buzz in this segment of the NFL uh, preview and recap, <laughs> you, you shoot us an email at sportsbugstx at gmail.com. Uh, we'll have someone reply to you as soon as you can get that to us. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, God. 
Yeah, DraftKings. Mm-hmm. After we just by someone we mean producer Ballad who will take two weeks to respond. After to he email. just after he just dogged you and badmouthed you for five minutes. I um, said despite everything I just said. Yeah, yeah, you said that. It's kind of like um. With all due respect. No, no offense, but you suck. <laughs> With all due respect. But I feel pretty <laughs> offense. Like I, 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 I'm taking offense from it. Um. Let's get so into this let's week. get into some picks. Yeah, let's get some picks for this week. Um. First one on the list, Cowboys going up to Pittsburgh, playing the Steelers. Steelers are actually a two and a half, two and a half point favorite. I got it at three. I you got it at three? Yeah. Oh man, I need I need your bookie. That is I I Uncle Max bookie. Oh, I need. Yeah, you're right, Uncle Max, not yours, uh, Uncle Max. I have no idea why the Steelers are favored in this game. They've lost three in a row coming into this. Um, Cowboys have won seven in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm taking the Cowboys. Zach, who you got? I think this is one of the better defense. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not defenses. No, no. This is definitely uh, one of the better offenses Dallas has had to face in recent weeks. I am going with the Steelers by three. <laughs> Whoa. We're going to talk about that next week. I'm taking the Cowboys in this game. Yes. But I got a question for you guys. I, pro- I posed this question to a few guys in the bachelor party this weekend. Who would you rather have on your team? Would you rather have, and not fantasy, just as a fan, would you rather have Des Bryant and Zeke or Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown? I'd take Antonio and Le'Veon every day. Yeah, I think I would too. Really? I, I you Why? Know, I, I'm just, I'm trying not to be Antonio's way too much of a this. homer. True. Yeah, and Des has those weeks. This past week he had one catch for 19... 19 yards or whatever I mean, I think Dez is big, but I think Antonio is way more explosive. And I think when you look at it, you get a little bit more versatility out of Le'Veon Bell. He's a better pass-catching back. He's more versatile coming out of the backfield. And I think that's just kind of the biggest feature is that well, those two guys... I, I won't say he's more versatile because Zeke is starting to learn how to how to make plays out of the backfield and, and in the passing game. But I do think Antonio Brown is more involved in the offense week in, week out. You know, Dez has those big weeks where he does have the the huge numbers and, and gets over 100 yards and gets a touchdown, but then he has weeks like he had last week. You know, it, it's such a a receiver by committee with Dallas right now, with Dak, that, you know, Dez doesn't get the, the volume that he's used to with Romo because Romo's going to throw it deep a lot, and Dak's not going to do that. But even with uh, Ezekiel Elliott having more probably tread on the tires than Bell has, you see, I still want, still want to take that duo. Well, it's hard. It's hard. I, yeah, I would rather take Zeke and Antonio Brown for sure. sure. I would rather. I would rather mix and match. Well, that was not the question. I know it wasn't the question, which is why I took the Pittsburgh players. Shut the hell up. Yeah, I, I get it. I, it's it's a hard it's a hard option to choose. I love Zeke to death. I think Zeke is the best running back in the NFL because he has the best offensive line in the league. So, you know, it's it's hard to pick between two players. If you gave me quarterbacks, yeah, I could make I I take Dallas all day. If you gave me yeah, a now you're getting it. If you gave me a quarterback, running back, I'd take Dallas all day. Fair so, enough. Let's move on to the Texans, Jaguars, Houston minus two. Oh, you got it at two? What do you got it at? I had it at one and a half. Man, you're 
Your guy is robbing you. Yeah, ESPN's robbing me, man. Robbed me every day of my time, my sanity. Uh, just blows my mind. I don't. I don't know much about this game. I just know I'm putting it in the games I'm not watching category. Yeah, it's gonna be boring. It's gonna be real boring. It's a noon. It's a noon kickoff. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Texans just because I absolutely hate everything about Blake Bortles. Um, as a person or like as a football player? No, as a football player for sure. I don't. I have no clue anything about him as a person. Um, but yeah, I just even though Brock Osweiler is horrible and the Texans' offense is horrible, I'm still gonna take the Texans to cover that game. Zach, who you got? Uh, I don't think it's that close at all. Uh, Texans go on the road. They've been woeful on the road. Just bad performance after bad performance. I got Jaguars are going to take this one at least by a touchdown. Yeah, I think the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars wins too. And God, if Allen Robbins can find the end zone, that'd be fantastic. Uh, moving on, Broncos and Saints... My guy's got the Saints minus two. God, all your all your numbers are crazy big. I got minus one on, on the Saints. Man, you need to get a, a new guy. Well, I did this. I did this on. I, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to do. We're all, we're all trying to get better. I'm, I'm trying every to. Day. I'm trying to send you guys our rundowns every week at on Sunday or Monday. Fair I enough. got them at minus one. So um, either way, it's, minus it's two. more or less a pick them. What do you think? Man, in New Orleans. Broncos have looked horrible. Their offense is just bad. Their I'm, offense. I'm taking the Saints bad. on those on those points. I'm taking the Saints. I, I think the Saints win this one big. I think their offense is just higher big, power. Big, huh? I I think it's at least ten points. I mean, Ooh. honestly, I don't think it's close. Like Denver's okay. defense is good, but they're going on the road. They're not a hundred percent healthy, and I think Drew Brees has looked really good in the last few weeks. I think that offense is clicking i think denver's offense is just not clicking I it think. doesn't it doesn't matter who the saints play the saints are going to score points yeah, they're going to find a way whether it's throwing it or whether it's one of their six running backs that they'd like to throw in there besides mark ingram just to, to run it in so i think denver wins this game if they're in denver but at home i like drew Brees to win this game oh yeah and yeah so in the dome, to, yeah, they're yeah. I I'm, I'm taking Saints all day. Um, sure. Um, so Zach, the Seahawks at the Pats. Zach, the Pats are. I have it at seven and a half. As do I. Okay, sweet. We're on the same page. Are they covering seven and a half against the Seahawks? I think they cover the whole game. I think it's start to finish. Patriots. I think Tom Brady is. The man. I think they cover the whole game. I mean, <laughs> touchdown out the gate, and they never look back. That's just how it's going to be. No, I think I think it's going to be a close one. I think I think seven's a lot for this game. Honestly, I think Seattle's defense is good enough to come in there and keep it close. I think the Patriots' offense is just too much, though. I got the Patriots in this one at home. It's just going to be... Covering the seven and a half. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same page. I really am. Um, the Seahawks' offense is so bad. I mean, honestly, my notes just say Brady, Brady, Brady. So, all right, all right. I mean, Calm down. It's, um, that's what it is. You know, I yeah. Um, MVP. Good God. Look out. Good God. Stop it. He well, didn't 12 play. games. 12 games. Stop it. And he's going to be MVP. Stop it. 
Yeah, the the Seahawks <laughs> offense is so bad, and and they haven't figured it out. They slowly started to figure out that you should probably throw it to Jimmy Graham because he's kind of an athlete. Um, and Kristen Michael is kind of an athlete from Texas A&M University. As much as it hurts me to say that, I do have him on my fantasy team. Um, but good God, they're they just don't score enough points a game, and I really don't think they can can keep up with Brady and Gronk and Edelman and Amendola and uh, Bennett and whatever little short white guy they got sitting on Hogan is that his name? Uh, he's not short. He is our deep threat. Just so we're clear. Yeah, but it's another little white guy. Whatever. Chris Hogan from the Detroit Lions. Yes. You, Caucasian. You get it. You get it. You know what I mean. They just plug and play. It, the Pats are going to win this game by more than seven and a half. All right, we got Bengals going to no, New York. No, you're not going to bet on this game? Are you not going to pick? Oh, you want me to pick a game? Uh, yeah. Yeah, give me the Pats. I'll, I'll take the Pats. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if the Seahawks are the same defense they used to be. I don't know if the Legion of Boom is is still Legion of Boom. And uh, selfishly, well, you saw in the pre in the preseason game when his, when Zeke showed yeah. who the real Boom was. Well, and selfishly, I have Tom Brady uh, in a in a must win in my work league. So I'm hoping Tom Brady hey. set some records. This in weekend. all fairness, Richard Sherman has put all kickers on alert. So <laughs> watch out. <laughs> oh yeah! Our all-time leading scorer, Goskowski. He's got his head on a swivel this week. Yeah, well, you know, the the kicker from last week, her his wife said that just relax that he should be castrated and, and Richard Sherman said it was those. a whole ordeal. She apologized and he said it's a BS apology. Whatever. Um, yeah. So Bengals Giants, Giants two and a half favorite. I'm taking the Giants, because <laughs> the Bengals are horrible. This is a gross game. I don't like it. That's a Monday night game, too. I don't think there's defense. Ugh. It's another great Monday night game. It's in New York, so I got the Giants, <laughs> but that's the only reason I got New York. Yeah, they're going to win by more than two and a half, for sure. Yeah, we got a sweep here. As much as I, it hurts me to say that the Giants will continue their winning streak and take down the Bengals. <coughs> Being um, a Monday night game, I think Odell Beckham has a big night. I think he's kind of come around back to just playing football again. But, I mean, this is not going to be fun to watch. All right. I'll say the opposite. I think Odell has a bad game, but he does something ridiculous, and he'll be trending on social media by the third quarter. That's right. my prediction. So, the only pick game that I got this week in the NFL – is the two dirty birds, Falcons at Philly. What do you got, Zach? Um, man, just traded for Matt Ryan in fantasy, and I gotta say, it's <laughs> sweet. So I, I'm gonna ride the Falcons. I think all around they're the better team. I think Philadelphia's defense has been good, but their offense has looked pretty miserable lately. Yeah, they're uh, just, they they're just, just, there's no... They're, they're just sucking no... the ball downfield, and that's the problem. Is There's yeah. no extension of plays. There's we talked not... about that last week. Yeah. There's there's no... Um, any sort of innovation in that offense. It's all just real short passes, and they drop too many... Too many passes, especially deep passes. Yeah, I, um, I, I think it'll be close, because the Falcons love to get into close games. Yeah, and they, it... they give up a lot of points. Sure. Um, but, I, yeah, I got, I got Falcons as well. I... Plus, I just really want the Eagles to lose. Honestly, Zach, valid. 
Yeah, um, I as well have the Falcons. The Eagles defense started out really strong this year, but after watching Eli Manning throw all over the Falcons, um, oh, I think yeah. I think the Falcons even have better weapons on in the wide receiver core. Yeah. And is a better and I think Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Of course he is. So give me the Falcons as well. Eli um, Manning. Yeah, no, we're not talking about Eli. No. Screw Eli. Um He just said it. He did say it. I don't want to talk I about it. I was saying Eli. that he threw all over the Eagles. Did that all just yes. happen? Yes. Yes, he did say that. But Factually correct. Don't don't bring it up. I don't, I don't even care. I don't even want to talk about the Giants. Four touchdowns. Um, last game we got on the on the schedule, Vikings in Washington, D.C. To play that team from Washington. Um, that team from Washington is a three-point favorite. Yeah, two weeks ago, it would have been... Flip flopped. I, I yeah. Oh I'm yeah. Pretty surprised to see this. Well, line. this is basically an even an even game. And they're but because home. they're at home, they get the three points. And I know? think the Vikings come in a little angry, a little ready to get back on the wheels. I like the Vikings to win this game. Wrong team favored. Really? Yep. Okay. Zach, what do you got? I mean, I think that shows why he's our producer and why he's as unqualified as he is. Shut the I, hell up. I got this one. All skins. Uh. Don't like it that way, but I think it is. I think, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey, as, as you a, can do that, but uh, <laughs> I mean, this one, Vikings are bad. As well, Vikings are you're wrong. Bad, bad. As, a, as a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, it, it's hard for me to pick teams to win in the NFC East. Yes. Um, yes, but I did. I do think the Redskins are going to cover. I, Shut the hell I up. I just think the Vikings, I really think the Vikings have no offense. They cannot, they can't compete. And I don't care if Kirk Cousins or Colt McCoy or Robert Griffin III, anybody that's playing for the Redskins is better than Sam Bradford in that Vikings offense. I'll be honest. I think the Vikings offense is probably close to the bottom five of the league. I mean, they have to be in the bottom five of the league, right? They're not good. Um, you do us a shotgun at some point, by the way. Well, it took you all two weeks to cash in. It so did. I can take my sweet time as well. That's fair enough. I was going to say, like, have you all noticed that uh, the longer this show goes on, the more Hank Hill we hear? I, yeah, I, I don't know I, what there's a correlation no, between. No, you definitely hit the Hank Hill buttons a lot more at the end of the show. I think uh, I think just the more we talk, the more Hank Hill gets upset with you two. And, and you start, <laughs> yeah, it's you guys, definitely Hank Hill getting upset, you not got, you. You two start saying ridiculous things, and, and next thing you know, you're Hank Hill's all over. You're, but you're wrong. Oh, hey, Hank, it's okay. But you're oh. wrong. Well, let's move into the, into the nightcap, which is... Yeah, nightcap... As always, sponsored by Strange Land Brewery. Um, Woo! The strangest of lands, the coldest of brews. We are in the weirdest city in the world here in Austin, Texas. Um, so it's fitting that a brewery called Strange Land was was our one and only sponsor this as of now. So thank you very much, Strange Land. Uh, God, these Austin awesome pills are so good. A beer for and, any occasion. And we are still drinking. Yes, we are still drinking. Um, so. College basketball is about to start up. Friday night. And I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to see what Texas will do with uh, several big-time starters that graduated and moved on to the NBA. Um, let's but, talk about the Final Four. You, know, you want to make some way-too-early picks? Yeah, I think I think we should. Hell yeah, this would be hilarious to listen to. Yeah, let, well, come uh, come March April time yeah, frame. Yeah, so definitely mark the tape. Um, 
Write down, write down your your four final four picks. Me and me and Bella did talk about this before you got here. Listeners, just know uh, we have done zero research on college basketball. Zero. zero. I mean, I don't do much research for this show in general, but college basketball. I feel like we're really scraping the scraping the bottom here on. Yeah, on I'm, just, I'm just ready to see some college basketball. I'm a huge college. I mean, if I'm gonna watch basketball, it's college. I love the atmosphere. I love the the passion from the kids. And you know. I love college basketball. Yeah, and there's nothing better than than college basketball. So, Ballad, who's your way too early Final Four prediction? Way too early Final Four predictions. Give me Kansas, Villanova, North Carolina, and watch Syracuse sneak in there again. Syracuse, okay, okay. Zach, you got anything over there? Yeah, uh, I got the Blue Devils. Mm. Jayhawks from Kansas, classic Kentucky. They're gonna be in there. Just what you wait and see. And then I got the boys from Virginia. Oh, taking the back door. You know, I I actually do have uh, three of those teams in my Final Four. I did see what Kentucky did to whatever that poor school was <laughs> the other night. What did they score? One hundred fifty nine or one hundred sixty nine? Um, a lot of points and. I got Kentucky, I got Duke, I got Kansas, and you know I got the University of Texas. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I'll tell you that much. A lot of young kids. They got a lot of young talent, man. So Shaka Smart. Second year for Shaka Smart. I, I like what he's bringing I'm to the table. I'm a big fan of Shaka. I think, he's, I think he's turning the program in the right direction. He's got the kids. He's got the the mentality. He can, he can actually... Uh, relate to these guys, you know? It's it's not the Rick Barnes who's been there for so long. Yeah, and, and, and all jokes aside, it's way too early to be making NCAA, you know, March, March, March Madness picks, but I'm really excited for college football, or college basketball. I am too. I, I, love, I love all of it. Um, real quick, uh, just want a one-word answer. I don't want to go over this for very long. Zach? Dak or Romo? Dak. Ballad. Dak, don't look back. I said one word. Dak, don't look back. That's more than... Have I ever followed instructions? No. Once in this show? And now you're making me go longer Um, in in the the segment where I was supposed to say one word. Whose fault is that? I say... I say... uh, I say Dak. That was two words. I say Dak. It's three words, but... I can't believe I'm saying it. Just so um, he doesn't give bad stats on just what we're doing here, it is three words. <laughs> no, I know it good is. Good catch, good catch. <laughs> I know it is. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to say that Dak should stay there, and apparently the Cowboys have said that... I mean, it's an argument. Let's, apparently let's... if apparently if uh, the Cowboys have said that Dak is the quarterback until Romo is needed, uh, even if healthy, I heard that today. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I they're winning games. I can't really get that upset. I do think I do think Romo is the better quarterback, but um, yeah, I, only only time will tell if uh, if Dak is gonna actually be the quarterback or if Romo will come back. You will never we're never know until it happens. Um, so. I did watch the uh, the John Daly thirty for thirty last night. Hit it hard. Either one of you guys see that? 
I've heard a lot about it so far. I have not caught any of it yet. I am looking forward to it, though, honestly. I'll say this. I I drank a lot of John Daly's while I was in Lake Charles. Y'all know what John Daly is? That would be an Arnold Palmer with vodka. That is exactly what it is. I brought my golf clubs all the way to Lake Charles. Uh, Did did we play golf? Absolutely not. But if Uh, I would have... That would have been four hours. I would have been not losing money. If if I had one suggestion for myself. Yeah. If you bring the golf clubs, go ahead and play. But the John Daly 30 for 30 was good. It was awesome, man. Um, It's it's really good to watch. Uh, You know, it it shows kind of more of the vulnerable side of John Daly. You know, you see the partier. You see the guy who's out there cheaping cigarettes all all around long. Um. The more sensitive side of John Daly. So, yeah, definitely check it out. I know he had a sensitive side. He does. He it's does. Good. It's good to see emotions. Um, Big UFC fight this weekend. Conor McGregor will be fighting Josie Aldo. Yeah, right. Um, you got Zach. Jose? Uh, I got to take the boy from 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 the motherland, the the place where they love to fight. I'm going Conor McGregor. Man. I am too. He is I'm a, a man. I'm, I'm a huge Give me Jose. Fan. He's got the Ooh. attitude. I, I'm not mad at the pick, honestly. I think it's going to be a dogfight, but man, I love the attitude and just the swagger kind of brings into the room whenever he. Whenever I just he hope he doesn't get over cocky like he did the first. Who time. cares? I love it. I love to see he that. Got over cocky and got beat. I love um, to see that stuff. In in, in a higher weight class. Let's yeah, be, he has he has gone real. up and down. He's he's a lot like George St. Pierre. He goes up and down weight classes. Um, he's proven himself, man. Uh, another fight from a guy from. Maybe around where where you're from? The Philippines, baby. Yeah, the yeah. pride of Pinoy. Shout out to Manny Pacquiao taking out Vargas. Big, <laughs> big favor going into the fight. I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried. I never like to see a fighter that favored. but Dude, he's so old. Old man Pacquiao so good. gets the win. And if, if so I could, good. And if Manny Pacquiao is listening to our podcast, which I'm sure he does. I'm sure he tunes <laughs> in every sure week. I'm sure he knows Absolutely. we got this podcast. I'm sure he knows there's a half Filipino producer who doesn't really try that hard here, but whatever. <laughs> if, I, if I could make, make one plea to Manny Pacquiao, uh, it would be just, just please, please retire. Right now, I've I've heard some buzz that they're gonna try to set up another Mayweather fight, which please no. Which I've gone on record saying that if they would have fought when they were both in their prime, it'd be Pacquiao all day. But they're neither of them in their prime, and Pacquiao is way farther out than Mayweather is. Please, Pac Man, put this one to bed. Give, Just and, go and, to bed. And and and, and get to, to the Philippines. Bed. Do good work there in the in the in the judicial in the in the Congress and. And let's move on, but good win from Pacquiao. Um, so we're just gonna, like we said, we we're gonna wait till the very end of the show. Talk about there is a new president of the United States, Donald Trump. Wait, are you sure? Pretty sure. I thought I dre- I thought I had a nightmare um, last night. The only <laughs> thing I want to say about that is I saw an article today that people are comparing nine eleven to eleven nine, just because the date today is eleven nine. That's basically when Trump. Was actually elected. I'm disgusted by it. I don't want to talk about it because people that are going to compare a president getting elected to the biggest tragedy in the state of in in the entire country of America. It's disgusting. Don't do it. Just be American. We can all be friends. We don't have to worry about like who likes who. Like we can all be friends still, like we were before 
so-and-so got elected. I mean, it's a, it's another election. I think it doesn't change a lot of the problems that we have going on. It's still a fight. We still all have to fight for, it's for always what we fight, think is right. Yeah. And, and that's the way it's going to be. I mean, that's the beauty of democracy in itself as well. Yeah, but we can't just be but, one country after it's all said and done. Yeah, and I think within 24 hours of the election closing, I'm okay with everyone having their opinions. And there's only really one place to voice that, and that's social media. And for that's the all there is. And and for the people who are really upset with the the other the people who lost who are voicing their opinions, if it was the other way around, you would have been on there voicing the exact same opinion just for a different candidate. Sure. I I've been vocally against both of these people, as I think a lot of people have for a long Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, as long as you voted, you reserve the right to complain for the next four years which should be a really good time, but everybody wake up tomorrow and just do your part. How's that? Yeah, and and we are not a political show. We are a sports show. We are the Sports Buzz at Sports Buzz TX on all social media, on SoundCloud. We are on Twitter. Um, We're everywhere. Z Ballad, at Z Ballad, B-A-L-O-D, at French Bean, my coworker at French Bean eighty nine, and I am at Spencer underscore Spillman S P I one L M A N. We also have to thank Strangeland Brew. Hell yeah, absolutely. Strangeland Brewery for this awesome night pills. A beer for any occasion. And they're beautiful limited edition or- burnt orange can. They are at Strangeland Brew. On Twitter. And, uh, again, big thank you to Strangeland Brewery. Thank, big thank you to the listeners for getting us this far. It's been really fun to, to get into our... Wednesday's our, our, my favorite day. Yeah, Wednesday's my favorite day. I, I mean, look it, forward to Wednesday day. every single week. And, and I'll, I'll tell you guys, you know what my favorite thing about Wednesday is? Sneaking by some fake stats. No way. Gentlemen, I got three by you no, this no week. No way you did. Mentioned that Devontae Foreman had had his ninth straight game with 100-plus yards. Gentlemen, that is 10 straight games for Devontae Foreman. I don't think you said that. Say that. I, you didn't say you that. You did not say you that. You didn't say that. We're going to check the tape on this we're one. Gonna, we're going to mark the tape We're going to absolutely that. check the tape. Also talked about JT Barrett. Looked impressive with 300 yards passing. I don't even know where that name came from. You didn't bring up JT Barrett either. Did he just write this stuff down? He's just making it up now. We I don't look at check the tape. The tape. And Jake Browning, although he had an impressive showing, not 388 yards. I wrote it down. I was going to stat check you. Not a single season record. It's, but, that single season record was for this, touchdown passes, yes. and that is a that true correct? stat. Okay. That was okay. a true stat. Okay. For so, sure. gentlemen, uh, we will you get... You got one by us. We'll get more shotguns this week. And then, and then before we leave, you'll have a <clears> guess <throat> on the chicken wing flavor this week. You guys were both wrong last week. No, no, he was right. I know that's right. right. You got that on the money. Spicy barbecue, you were spot on there. You didn't get to see the color this week. I I didn't get to see the color, and I had a chance last week. I know. Spencer, give me your pick first. Oh, man. Uh, Saucing it up, huh? Ooh. You going to give us a hint? I, uh, a hint. Because I gave him a hint, and he got it right. So give us a hint. Okay. What color is it? What colors? God, if I give you the color, I think you no, might give right, it away. All right, give us a, give us a hint. Just what's, something. What's just something, hint? man. Help us out. I'll say that you might find this uh, south of the border. Mm. South of the border. Ooh. I wonder how far south is it going to go. 
Ah, oh, God, I don't know any south of the border wing sauces. Um, I'll go with jalapeno. Jalapeno? What about for you, Zach? Man, that's where I'm at right now, but <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, this is hard, man. Well, hey, 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 everyone's job is hard. Hey, okay. it's hard. It's a big week of gambling. Let's go double or nothing on the jalapeno. I'm De- in I'm in with you. Yes! Double or nothing on the jalapeno. All yes! right. All right. We are done. We are the Sports Buzz. I'm Spencer for Zach and Zach. We are the Zigzags. I am Spencer Spillman. We are the Sports Buzz. We're out. Thank you so much. This party is officially over.